Welcome to podcast number 91 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast brought to you by WeStream FM. I'm Matt, and this week I am joined by Joseph. Hello, sir. Hello, it's good to be back. <laughs> you don't. It doesn't look good to be back. It looks like you've just had a midlife crisis of, of sorts. Are you okay? Marvellous. Brilliant. It's <laughs> a great start. Uh, Mr. Toby, how are you? Not so bad. Marvellous. Dupe, come on. Let's, let's add some excitement. Hello. Uh, knew, I shouldn't have, knew I shouldn't have baited that one out. David, hello, sir. Good evening, Matthew. There we go. Uh, there we go. There we go. Everyone's headphones are now broken. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. And uh, rounding us off, Mr. Kurt Dizzle, welcome back. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you very much. Good. Right. The- Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> you going now? Is that it? Is just cursory hello and then piss off again? Marvellous. Right, uh, this week's podcast, uh, we are talking about Manchester City as they are now, uh, well, incumbent champions once again, having retained their Premier League title. Uh, much like we did with the Liverpool and Manchester United teams a few weeks ago, we'll be giving a rundown of how we think they may set up tactically if you were to try and replicate it in Football Manager. Uh, we're going to have a quiz as per usual from Mr Kurt Dizzle. And that's pretty much it. So, before we get going with that, should we have some save updates, gentlemen? Uh, who wants to get us started? Who should we start with? I'm going to start with Joseph on his 470,000th save of the week. Sorry, how many streams have you done this week? Hey, no, 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 no. Fucking no. bait me, son. No, um, no. I, can, I can bait you all I like, sunshine, over that one. Yeah. Um... West Ham, I suppose. Played nine games, top of the league, twenty-two points. Ali, ali, ali. <laughs> it's too easy, this, isn't it? Yeah. Is is that why you have about a million saves? Because they're all too easy within about three months of you playing. I've actually got Real Madrid, QPR, West Ham. That's it at the moment. You say that's it. That's still quite a lot to be having like on the go at the moment, like at any one time. I did actually listen to last week's pod and um, within about five or six seconds you went, yeah, so I, so when we started the new save QPR, we did this, this and this. And then we started the new save West Ham, we did this, this and this. And I was just like, just fair play, man. Fair play. GG, I think, bro. I think you just love inheriting a team that you need to fix and then you get bored once you've fixed it. <laughs> I just like playing football manager. And then I pretend to write about it and then think I get too far ahead. So I just start a new save instead. And then I don't get too far ahead of myself. Genius. The thing is, you are, you are particularly good at the game as well. I think if you... It's once the right. challenge kind of disappears, like that's, I think that can be it for some people. Like you, they get bored of just sort of maintaining. Uh, it's like you start challenging yourself. Oh, I'll try and get 100, 106 points this year. But yeah, I suppose so. I mean, the Chelsea comeback was on, and they all bottled it. <laughs> <laughs> Five three games in a stream. Fucking, I was on it. I mean, that's when we knew it was time to go. There we go. Rip yeah. Ruben lost his cheek. <laughs> I mean, in real life and and stream save. Um, Kurt Dizzle, you've you've had much ongoings mm. in uh, Middlesbrough. Much ongoings. Yeah, we uh, we pissed the championship. That was easy. Where did you finish on? 97, was it? 97 points. Uh, finished it off today. Um, well, actually, no, we won the league yesterday. Finished it off. Uh, no, yeah, finished it off today. Um, Wolves were second, so they've gone up with us. Uh, Fulham won the playoffs. Um, so I think Palace, Stoke and... Uh, can't remember who else has gone the other way, but yeah, we're 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 ready to start Premier League uh, football in Middlesbrough again. Um, so today's today's stream, we were just kind of mincing about, looking at potential players. We've got quite a few positions that we need to replace. We've got a couple of players leaving. We've had a couple of players who are retiring. Darren Randolph stepping aside, um, so we need another goalkeeper. Um, we've just brought in Ronaldo Vieira. Who uh, I quite like the look of as a DM, just uh, as sort of a, a DLP sat in front of the defence, just pinging the ball left and right. Um, but yeah, uh, 
I think the the main focus of my post season is going to be trying my very best to get Alecci on a on a permanent deal. Um, obviously, we've got Fry and Letizia there already, but it's been uh, it's been it's been pretty easy. Like we got we got a, we got ahead of the pack quite early on in the season, and we've we've not relented, and um, we've just kind of been on cruise control this season. It's been quite a stress free stress free uh, season in general. So I'm quite looking forward to being back in the Premier League next year. How much did you get? Transfer budget, uh, forty-five million around that am- amount. Um, so I think six million has been spent on Vieira, with a few instalments later later down the line. Where's Vieira playing now? Because he left Leeds, didn't he? Yeah. Where did I sign him from? Is he in pa- Spain now. Uh, was it Palace I signed him from? Oh right, yeah. Um, but I don't know where he is in IRL. No idea. But um, he looks a he looks a decent player, and um, there's some there's some really good new gens in there um, who we're kind of sniffing around. There's one b- particular Brazilian fullback called Romario Santana, which just just the name of it like <laughs> makes me makes me wet. Is he uh, a fantastic striker who also plays a, a killer guitar solo? Uh, no, no, he's a fantastic left back who uh, may also play a killer guitar so- solo. I hope so. Sampdoria uh, is where. Oh, Vieira. Ronaldo Vieira is at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, Italy. Yeah. There, there's the elephant in the room, uh, and you haven't mentioned it, and I was surprised that you didn't sort of start gloating, but a, a team that you were affiliated with went the opposite direction. Yeah, I, I did tweet out about this the other day. Um, there's something quite poetic about what happened this season because Aldershot having sacked me you know got promoted although to be fair I left them in a pretty good spot in League One they got promoted to the championship and they've uh, they've been relegated back down to League One so uh, yeah fuck them basically (laughs) (laughs) brilliant there we go Um, does anyone else have any other action from from this past week or, or so, um, because I, I've been mega busy with work. I've read 240,000 words in the space of two weeks. and about as many words as I've ever read. read. <laughs> Can't read. <laughs> yeah, I was going to so say, that. mate, you've not even cut your hair this week. Must have no, been busy. No. I've been very busy, yeah. Um, I've finished the Rotherham miniseries. Um, we got relegated. Fucking <laughs> 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 spoilers! I'm not watching it. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure I'm, I literally had to win every single game and hope results went my way in the last video. It's like got a body bag. Nah, they were. Ple- you- they actually were pleased with my work. I don't know how that works. How much did you pay them? I don't know, but like it was the standard was ridiculous because when I compared it with the actual real life points, and we got five points more than Rotherham got in real life. The team that finished just above Mil- uh, Rotherham in real life were Millwall. They got like 15 more points in game than they had in real life. So um, I think we we're unfortunate. But like we'd gone like six or seven games without winning. I changed the tactic and I probably had like a 60 or 70 win percentage after that. So I think I just changed the tactic too late or started off with the wrong tactic. But yeah, it was all right. Um, but yeah, the team's dreadful and we got relegated. Any ideas on what the next challenge is going to be, David? <sighs> See, I saw. I did say I wanted to try shock like a full fat wall save because I've not done that this year. But I was going to twenty nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> but they were. Um, I was going to wait to see if we qualify for Europe. If Man City win the FA Cup this weekend, um, and then go from there. Uh, but if not, I've not got any challenges in mind yet with the with the live um, date and stuff. It's screwed up anyway, so it'd be quite difficult to find one that actually sort of works. So. I'll have a look. I'll have a think anyway. I guess with the... Because they don't do the cups as well, so you would probably struggle to get that scenario. Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to holiday it to try and hope that... Uh, it should be pretty easy for it to happen, just as long as one of the top six win uh, the FA Cup. I, I'll be, I'd be fine, I think. Talking about the real-life database, um, I've done a couple of streams on my real-life database save this week, um, and we've actually turned our fortunes round and we're actually top of the league uh, just coming up to Christmas uh, Martial's played 16 games 17 goals from inside forward he's absolutely bagging and uh, Barcelona won him 
and he wants to go to Barcelona. Uh, Pogba's played very well, very, very well. Um, he's He's got a, a, an incredible amount of assists from advanced uh, playmaker attack. Um, Bayern Munich want him and he wants to leave for a bigger club. Uh, and I think I think Rashford as well uh, is wanted by Real Madrid. Uh, he's done all right, but he's also wants to leave for a bigger club. So it could be quite interesting, to be fair. I've not been in for a week or so, do you? But you're still playing with that five at the back tactic, or? Well, we we kind of touched upon it last week. Um, I you know I give a a member of the community a bit of beef because he said he couldn't get five at the back to work, and I said, <laughs> look, I did it with Roma, and like it's easy. Um, so yeah, we're we're playing four at the back, uh, and we're top of the league. So yeah, we just leave it like that. It's fine. Happy days. <laughs> uh, have you got any sort of plans? in January to bring anyone in or have you sort of not got any money left to spend well to be fair like I've always said that this save was the plan is if I was to manage Manchester United that was the plan if it was me in charge and not just you know I'm trying to take it a little bit seriously now if I was a manager and Pogba wanted to leave and Martial wanted to leave and Rashford wanted to leave I wouldn't let him go but like in game I would let him go so no, I don't plan on bringing anybody in. We have got like 50 million. I may look at getting a another striker, but to be fair, nobody likes doing business in January. They will stay, they will play, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll pick up the league title and uh, get into the Champions League for next year. The team meeting. Manchester City, 2018-2019, uh, and how we would approach rebuilding that tactic in FM and I think this is perhaps one of the most difficult ones to do because of how much Pep tends to change his team based on either the opposition or you know with injury and and just generally tends to evolve throughout a season more so than than a lot of other managers would allow their team to do so um has anyone got any sort of does anyone want to get started with with just <laughs> Cheers, Joe. You, let's all know. <laughs> I was trying to hold it together. I mean, you hadn't, but so was I. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, does does anyone want to to start us off with sort of a, a general sort of shape formation that we want to sort of try and build from? Is there any sort of concessions that we want to or consensuses that we want to agree to agree to in terms of sort of how we're going to set up? Because from my research earlier, there, there's been a number of sort of formations that Pep has used this season, although I would say predominantly it's been a 4-3-3 more, more so than anything. Anyone disagree with that? Yeah, I'd probably say it's the same, 4-3-3. Uh, <clears throat> Obviously, the more we talk about it, it is how how Man City play. And when they go forward, it almost turns into a 2-3-5 with how attacking they are. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah, four three three with like obviously your wingers, the striker, and the three mid central midfielders. I think that's their basic shape anyway. So, I, one thing I did notice is that it tend, the the variation comes in the in the sort of the transitional phases, and this is why I was saying that it's kind of difficult to fully replicate it in FM purely because it depends on who is playing, and there are some roles that you I just don't think you can get them to behave as. As Pep would, there are some sort of similarities you can you can get, but I don't think you could get it as pure as pure could be, and you know, unlike something which is a bit more uh, fundamental, I guess. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, should we sort of start from the back and work our way forward? Mm -hmm. like if we're trying to recreate it in Football Manager, um, so I mean, Edison's role is basically the same, isn't it? I think Ed Edison and the the, the well, the the back four really, in general, is kind of set yeah. Up. They, they they don't seem to change too much, uh, regard regardless of personnel. They've got sort of like for like replacements. I mean, they use them quite a lot in possession. Um, so I mean, I think a sweeper keeper on support or or even attack um, would be your, your starting point there. So yeah, with with yeah with Edison, I'd agree. There was um one point actually during the season. When, when I went to Etihad when they played Wolves and um, I think we had a counter-attack and Edison had come out and sort of tackled the ball and he was doing one-twos with one of the midfielders in the centre circle like like during like the 90 minutes um, 
So yeah, he's quite attacking on that front. So yeah, I think like sort of sweeper keeper, the way they play, the distribution and stuff like that. I think that suits him. That's that's the sort of role he should have. And obviously, sweeper keeper works quite well on this football manager. I found anyway. So I think if we move on to fullbacks next, I think we're all in sort of general agreement that sweeper keeper attack is or supporter attack depending yeah. on on uh, how aggressive they're being against a particular opposition or at whichever point in the game but I think the fullbacks are the things that are perhaps some of the more difficult roles to try and pin down in any one match situation purely because they, they, they change quite a lot depending on the situation and the personnel well, I think I think the, when you think about the fullbacks, you've also got to think about the wingers in front of them and how they interact with them, um, because you know a lot of a lot of the time the fullbacks, certainly in possession, um, are happy to stay wide, but they also will tuck inside. Um, it's almost like a hybrid, isn't it? I think yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's like I think it'd be difficult to recreate in Football Manager because you wouldn't necessarily just say they're an inverted wingback or they're a, or they're you know a, a generic wingback. Um, to, you almost need to like have them swapping between the two um, throughout the game, and like I say, depending on who's in front of them as well. So Sane, for example, in front of them will always generally stay wide, in which case the fullback will tuck inside, and Sane offers the width. But on the other side, quite often Sterling will come inside and pick up, you know, space in central areas, and then he'll have the fullback on his side staying wide. So it's it's a really really difficult one to try and recreate, I guess. You probably, I don't know. Maybe you'd go for a mixture of an inverted on one side and then a wing back on the other side, but then possibly switch it up from game to game. Well, that's it. My, the one thing that I thought of, and it's literally just popped into my head, is maybe use something in the uh, like the match plans uh, to, if you really wanted to to get it working exactly how Pep has it. And so, based upon a situation, I don't I don't know how uh, granular you can make those match plans and how granular those situations can be uh, obviously so it could be a complete moot point really but it was just a, a suggestion to be thrown out there I, I, I've not used the inverted wing backs I don't know if any of you have on this game so obviously I don't really know how they play but I think they do suit Man City quite well um, I think with obviously they played uh, Carl Walker there predominantly on the right Zinchenko had a uh, quite a long spell this season but both of those are quite versatile players Walker as we know is good going forward as is Zinchenko but they've both played centrally as well so obviously you saw Walker at centre back in the World Cup Zinchenko can play central midfield so for them in real life terms it works quite well um, I'd assume Man City don't really tend to play Zinchenko in the match engine or in game that much uh, especially as a left back so it would be very interesting to see how those both played in that sort of role and like what you guys are saying because it is quite hybrid it's quite different in, in how they play in real life how how the match engine represents that because as I say I've not really used that role before it's quite it's quite a risky role to use I think if you're not too familiar with it and if your shape doesn't suit it I've quite enjoyed using it like my wing backs in, in for Borough are quite aggressive but if I find that they're getting tracked in wide areas by the opposition wingers or whatever, then I might switch one of them to an inverted wing back, and then it offers a, an out ball for the DLP in front of the defence. Um, you know, and then you you have your your width served by the more advanced player. Um, so it, it tends to work quite well, and I think Pep uses it. It's kind of it's almost situational. So. You know, he the players are obviously drilled well enough to 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 cover wide areas, but also drop inside as well. Um, and depending on where Pep sees the space, I guess that's where he instructs the players to be. Do you ever get found out wide in game when when you're playing with those inverted players or inverted wing backs or not? Not really, because when you lose the ball, they 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 drop They're back into their defensive shape, shape quite quickly. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you've got an intelligent or... yeah, if you've got an intelligent player, they'll they'll generally drop back in quite quickly. That's what I'm. So it just depends on how how high up and how quick that turnover is made. Really, like if the, if if the opposition is counter pressing you and they've got a high line of engagement, I'd imagine you you're you're more likely to get fucked over. But mm. um, if you've got fairly quick players anyway, and generally you wouldn't play an inverted wing back without, as Curtis suggested, someone with sort of a modicum of intelligence. Uh, 
so you, they're more likely to make the right decision at that point and see the balls being turned over and, and quickly move over. Or maybe you've got a better uh, central midfielder who's got equally good decisions and will cover for him anyway. Um, Centre-halves and gents. I guess it depends who they play. I mean, I, I don't... I mean, would you say companies like a ball-playing defender? I mean... I probably, um, with how they play, they're probably both classed as ball-playing defenders. They're both very good on the uh, ball, aren't they? But Yeah. Um, I mean, Laporte certainly, I think. If you're playing Laporte and company... Um, then yeah, you know Laporte would. I'd certainly have him in there as a ball player, but company what may. Sorry, so, yeah. so, so, what what do you think about a division of roles? Do you think there is a, a, a like a, a Nike defense esque split, or is is there more of a sort of a, a standard like because they they play a reasonably high line anyway, so a Nike defense doesn't necessarily help with that. No. Is there one that tends to predominantly cover more than the other? Or is it just a case of whoever gets there first? And so it's like we can get away with picking the same role for both. I think they generally keep quite a, quite a like tight line, don't they? Like like you say, they mm. play high up the pitch. So having someone dropping deeper than the other three defenders could also could sort of leave them in the shit quite a lot. Um, so it, within Football Manager, I think if you are playing a high line, I would I would probably keep it to a flat a flat four. Um, rather than a sort of stopper cover combination, and also with uh, the like, I know he's been injured for at least part of the season. But the likes of Fernandinho, who covers a lot of ground in the, in that defensive midfield role, anyway, you don't really want to get in his way. Uh, he needs to be able to have space to drop deep into, and so if they're going to congest into that space and uh, leave him less room to operate in and, and start counter attacks, then uh, that perhaps makes more sense. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd certainly have one of the central defenders as a ball player, um, depending on personnel. But I mean, you've got you you'll have Fernandinho in front of the back four, and I'd, I'd probably say he's a he's a decent recycler of the ball. I'd almost I'd, I think he would say he's a sort of DLP defend. So uh, you probably don't need two ball playing defenders and a no. DLP defend in that in that central area. I think um, obviously they have got some very good players. You, obviously, Company Laporte. Uh, Otamendi. I, I actually read earlier that John Stones, if it's not the best, it's one of the best pass completion rates for the games he's played this season as well. So um, whether that sort of classes him in that ball playing defender, which I'd assume it does, with one of the best pass completion rates in the league as well. So, I mean, uh, when I was watching, before we did the podcast, watching their style of play in a few of the games this season, um, when the teams are playing high press, they don't panic and don't hoof the ball. They do try and keep the ball around the back and the defenders are getting involved. But I think uh, who you mentioned there, Fernandinho, was a key key part of that. And even the likes of David Silva and so on further up the pitch were dropping back into the into the gaps to help out as well. Um, so I think that is sort of the typical Pep style, isn't it? Quite ticky-tacker and he's almost probably not quite to the fashion that he had it with Barcelona, but he's definitely brought some sort of style to that Manchester City team as well. So that's pretty much defence done and dusted. If we move sort of further afield, uh, what about the division of roles for that midfield trio? Hmm. Well, I, like I say, I certainly have Fernandinho in there as a DLP on defend. You know, he's not the most mobile now. He's what, 33, 34 years old. Um, he is very much just a recycler, but also takes up really good defensive positions. Um, in terms of the roles in front of him, though, um, who are we saying? We got we'll have De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva, I guess. Or David Silva, maybe or David as well. Silva. Yeah. So that they've this is what I was sort of saying is that there's been quite a lot of rotation um throughout the season and so there isn't really a sort of a, a set lineup we can really pick up on because uh like De Bruyne's I think he'd played twenty eight games this season all in mm. through like due to injury. So he's not really played an awful lot considering City have played sixty games this season. So that's under half. I mean, I think he'd be your first choice, though, wouldn't he? He would if he was fit, I would have thought, yeah. Like, if you look at him from the, the previous season, he was instrumental in, in in that side. And so I think if he's fit, he would absolutely retain his position. Um, I mean, there'd be quite aggressive roles in there. I mean, I know um, when when you guys were doing the, the network save, I think Teach was using a... A register in there with like a Mazala on attack and a and a central midfield on attack in that Man United side is that right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think you could go quite aggressive with the roles in there. Um, I, don't, I mean, I've, I think someone like De Bruyne is definitely someone that will sit a bit deeper, though. Um, so maybe maybe like a roaming playmaker or something like that. Someone who will join the attack, but will often sort of take up space a bit a bit deeper and, and kind of let the other guys do their thing. Yeah, I think that's probably about right. I think with the... Because I know Bernardo Silva, if he wasn't in the middle, he was playing out wide as well. Um, so I think those two middle roles especially do depend completely on who you playing I know um, before we started as well we sort of put a screenshot of I'd assume someone someone did a sort of pre-made pep tactic and they played two Mazalas in the middle um, so I think it, it 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 fully depends and of course it depends on how you have your full backs as well because uh, you've got those both of them inverted wing backs that can affect uh, the two guys in the middle as well and um, so, yeah, I think those are probably, arguably, the two roles that could change the most in the team, depending on situation and depending on players. So again, we, yeah. Sorry, you, no, you carry on. I was just going to say it depends on the wide roles as well, doesn't it? Because, yeah. Yeah. you know, if you, if, you had, if you had Sterling, say, for example, but you wanted him to sort of join the attack and drop inside, you probably wouldn't play a, necessarily play a Mazala right next to him. You'd, you know, maybe yeah. you'd, you'd have the playmaker in there trying to feed him passes whereas if he was a wide player or just trying to keep the width which you know is often the case then then maybe you could go with the Mazzala role what about Roman playmaker yeah that's what I said originally was the I think was the Roman playmaker for De Bruyne yeah, I think it makes that makes the most sense for me because mm. I think he would that that's the role that Silver is kind of or is David Silver I should clarify uh, who's kind of sort of facilitated in De Bruyne's absence um, and it kind of suits him with sort of his advancing years now so he doesn't he's never been like rapid but he was a little more mobile he still has the balance um, but he, he's not as quick as he used to be so I think because uh, he will still go forward when there's the option to but he does tend to sort of sit a bit deeper than he, he would previously when he was more definitely more of an attacking midfielder um, it's, uh, it's, it's, he's such a good player as well, and he David. I think he's like one of my favourite players, Premier League watch. players of the last yeah. of the last ten years or so, or however long he's been at City. It, like, th- he, I think for 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 me, it's that that's when you can tell sort of the class of a player, sort of similar to sort of the Sheringham, the Berbatovs, those sorts of players who aren't really necessarily blessed with pace, but have such a a great footballing mind that mm. they. Uh, that they can, they just make space for themselves. It's as if they they are, and Perlo as well is another prime example of this, where it's almost like they are playing on a different plane to everyone else, mm. in the, in their own little dimension where they can see absolutely everything and don't seem to get flustered when they're getting closed down, knowing that they can't really sort of work a way out. They always manage to get the ball away. Strange as it sounds, it, I think David Silver is actually slightly underrated as well because he doesn't. Uh, I think you know he's. We all know he's a world-class player, but he doesn't actually get spoke about a lot. Um, and I think he'd be a massive miss for Manchester City. And I think everyone will realise how good he was for Man, uh, Man City when or uh, when he well when he his boots on. Really, he's probably one of their longest-serving players, if not is that like apart, uh, assuming company like leaves company, this, yeah, yeah. Uh, assuming he leaves this summer, um, he will be one of their longest-serving players. So it will be interesting how they transition once, as and when, as you were saying, Dave. Once he does decide to to leave whether it be through retirement or um, just not being renewed for another season yeah. mm. um, so that's one of those roles uh, so the other role would probably be more advanced or at least uh, at least more attacking now if we would we go for the three playmakers in the middle I know uh. say it's something that in in real life you can absolutely get away with but in FM terms, it's a bit more difficult to sort of find that balance with sort of so many players expecting or asking for the ball. I think um, I, th- I think I'd have a Mazala in there on support or attack. Um, I'd, like, I've been using Mazala for Borough, and he just he he picks up so much. Like he picks up the ball in so many good areas. Like he'll he'll, oft, he'll oft, you'll often see him just sort of peel away from the action so that he's got five yards of space for when he receives the ball. Um, and I just think having someone in there just looking for space in advanced areas is is what you'd want in this city in this city uh, recreation. 
Marvellous. So I think we'll leave it with a, a DLP D, uh, a Roman playmaker on support, and then a Mazala on attack slash support, depending on on what's guaning in a particular game situation. So if we move on to the, the sort of the wide players in this four three three, and I, I'm assuming it's very much pinch of, pinch of salt territory, like some of the other roles where it depends on who's going to be playing where and also on those other roles. But um, if we just pick some of some of the potential roles depending on those players that we'll play, because uh, we've already covered off some of the caveats elsewhere anyway, so I think we'll be fine for that. I think, I well, think Sterling's the, got to be in there, isn't he? Yeah, yeah Sterling yeah. and Sane I'd have on the, as the wide players. Um, I'd certainly have Sane from the left as a winger. He, yeah. keep, he, he keeps... Like I mean, the lad never leaves the touchline, does he? That's that's one of Pep's things, isn't it? Is to have always have someone on the switch. Yeah, but what? Is Sterling's a strange one because I can sort of see arguments for both. I would probably say he's an inside forward though, purely because of his sort of goal ratio, especially this season. Ram Deuter. Yeah, I was going to say. I think his he. Sterling's role has changed a lot throughout the season and yeah. changes from game to game like the like the last match of the season uh his role changed about four or five times in the, in a half like he he did loot so he'd moved sort of slightly more centrally so it, he would have probably been an advanced playmaker at some point if we're talking fm terms and then same on the right and then he switched positions he did all sorts from di- from all sorts of different areas on the pitch so I think it's going to be really hard to actually pin him down. I mean, he can do any of those roles, really. He's, I say, I, I think if you were talking about Sterling from three years ago, uh, his finishing definitely wasn't up there, but that is absolutely part of his game that he's he's really started to improve on. And that that's shown with his return of goals that he's got the past couple of seasons now. So what we're saying, Miles, is for FM 2020, do a role which just, does everything because they're all wanted to especially <laughs> in the complete city. wide forwards yeah. <laughs> blank rolls could be interesting to be fair. oh eyes more of those would be awesome I would uh, but then the, I mean Game we are going to get tangent off but uh, <laughs> it would be great if that could happen but the thing is exploits yeah we all know that's why Dave wants it <laughs> <laughs> easy views never man. run an exploit in my life so Dan's a fa- Dave's a fan oh. of exploitation Brilliant. Move on quickly, Matthew. <laughs> so, uh, so we, we're pretty much. I think we covered there for the wide players, really. Um, so, yeah. the striking role or the, the 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 lone forwards role. Obviously, we're gonna. I presume most of the time. Actually, I say most of the time. He's, he spends half the time on the uh, on the table. Uh, b- being injured, obviously, not the <laughs> not for other reasons. <laughs> on the table. Um, complete forward support. Oh, is, is interesting. Is what I'm plumping for. I think he, he does a bit of everything. He'll often be on the last sh- on the shoulder of the last defender. He'll often drop deep. Um, I just uh, yeah, complete forward support for me. Bringing well, others said, into play as well. And I'd uh, probably say that as well. Yeah, but also, now, you, now you've said it. Yeah, because I think Trek Artista he isn't one of the key creators. He's absolutely one of the main goal goal scoring threats but does occasionally uh, put put in or play in his teammates so that that, that is pretty much it by definition isn't it that if I've uh, I paraphrased the complete forward description it's like there. he changes though during the game from that to a poacher because if I think if you looked at most of his goals they're near post finishes yeah yeah mm. so he's like very much kind of he's the fox in the box would you? Yeah, he's. Am I right in thinking complete forward? Is that part of the description to spearhead the attacking moves? Pretty, I think so. Yeah, I think it's something it is like that. Thing, isn't it? But yeah. yeah, because I think you're right. Because there are there are times where he, especially when Man City are getting pressed high, he drops deep to win the ball or keep possession and gets involved to start the momentum for a move. But then on other times, as you say, he's on the last, he's on the shoulder because he 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 does or he did have the pace to definitely beat a lot of defenders. So again, he's another one that sort of varies, but I think complete forward is probably about the, the right one for him. It'll be interesting to see how Aguero adapts his game as he does get older and his the injuries catch up with him and see sort of how he does change, uh, whether he will just sort of sit on the sort of 
um, Inzaghi and sit on the the the, la- the last shoulder of the final defender or the, the shoulder of the final defender or whether he'll drop deeper and become more of a, a creative linchpin it'll be very interesting to see but that's it I think, I think it depends I mean it depends if he's got his gloves on if he's got his gloves on <laughs> he's on the last man if he's got his short sleeve shirt on he's getting involved it's Matt Doherty that is 30 degree weather he's still got his form, uh, thermal and his gloves on I love it Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> Navas, no, he, he's he's long since gone. Um, that's pretty much it, I think. Uh, do we have any other sort of additional points? Any sort of, I just say, do we want to really touch team instructions? Because I've gone custom tactics, ticky tacker, <laughs> click that, there you sorted. Pep's cheating. Plays <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> out from back. I'd have him yeah. playing extremely wide as well, like mm-hmm. cover the width of the pitch on both sides like the political spectrum marvellous suits Curti down to the ground <laughs> send her um, off shoot more often yeah <laughs> <laughs> I got um, I got Bang. goal of the goal of the season yeah, match of the day last week travesty uh, absolute travesty yeah. I was there like mm. I, I mean, mean I can sort of see it for importance but the, the goal of the season had well, to be Townsend the, didn't the it? thing that, I mean we are getting way off topic here but That's like the, the, the thing, the thing that I didn't understand was that they were saying, "Oh well, the situation." Because the situation, well, no, just you take it in isolation. Yeah. You can't like move the goalposts. It's like the the judging in nonsense ITV talent competitions, where it's like they'll they'll move the goalposts of the judging criteria dependent on who they're judging. It's like, well, you're shit at singing, but. Yeah, well, you're your amazing at dancing. Died, so you're right. Yeah, yeah exactly. It. Yeah, it's like, well, no, 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 no. That's not how judging and criteria works. Yeah. <laughs> Fuckhead. Just for another team instruction to kind of get us back on track. Uh, on. Be more expressive with FFP. <laughs> oh God. Oh, don't Dave shitting himself at the moment. Yeah. Why? You'll oh, be next time. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. yeah, Man City won. You know we're in Europe. Oh wait, hang on. No, we're we'd not. still get FFP. Europe if if City not, dropped not if out. We'd still FFP. get Europe. I know we are FFP, kind of mate? we are kind of devoid of of City fans in 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 here really. Hey, but the to be so fair though, so Manchester. <laughs> I was going to watch England off. I would also say that uh, we were all City fans last weekend. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah. the 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 point I was. I was going to make is that it's it'll be interesting to see whether they because obviously they've won they've won a few titles now when having not won anything for forever but would they trade another Premier League title for the Champions League which seems to be what what the the Sheik wants probably because of shallow as fuck (laughs) (laughs) see I'm just I'm just giving you opportunities to have 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 jibes there Tobes you're welcome um, I think that's us done then. Um, Perfect. I mean, Curtis, do you want to go into the quiz right away, or do we do we have any anything else we wanted to to add or discuss before we move on to Kurt Dizzle's amazingness? I've, I'm setting it up well. You've oversold it there, to be honest. I, I'd say undersold it. If anything, do the quiz. Son. I enjoyed do your quiz, quiz last week, Matt. Enjoyed. You I were did. the only one, apparently. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to the pod, but Three I've seen the reviews. Said they enjoyed I've, it. <laughs> I've seen the reviews, and they don't look pretty, Matt. Well, uh, yeah, I'm over it. It's fine. <laughs> Part-time job. Oh, just like you, Dave. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> right, take it away, Kurt Dizzle. Let's let's go. Curtis quiz. Right. Okay, given that we have um, four or five Man United fans on the pod, um, the quiz often holds a lot of questions revolving around the red half of Manchester. Uh, As the team meeting was about Pep City side, I thought the quiz should also be Man City based. (laughs) Oh no. Um, and after after last week when Duke called uh, Shrunaldo a sea bomb, um, I thought I'd also dedicate this week's quiz to Shrew, who did state on Twitter that he preferred the harder questions. So, that's what we've gone for for today. That's what he said. Uh, yes, with this in mind, I'm going to dismiss the Viking Dan rule this week, because having a winning score on minus four was fucking embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Much God. like your music quizzes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> right, so, 
uh, if you're all ready, fastest finger first. Um, I will start with question number one. In what year did City move to the Etihad Stadium? Doop. Doop. 2002? Incorrect. Teach. Teach. 2003. Is correct. It was the year after the 2002 <clears throat> Commonwealth Games. And then the council gave them a stadium. Fucking <laughs> Big up the councils. <clears throat> question number two. FM council. Here is actually a United question. Who scored City's first two goals in their 6-1 drubbing of local rivals United? Dupe. Dupe. Balotelli. Balotelli is correct. That was the famous Why Always, Why always me? me. Because you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a dig after every question, you know. <laughs> the council gave him a stadium. You're a fucking idiot. Here we go. Question number three. No digs after this one. City were last relegated from the Premier League in 1996. Who was the City manager in charge that year? I wasn't bored. This is like pre-Bible times, isn't it? Because like, I was like, City <laughs> fair. Back then. Imagine the percentage of City fans that would actually know the answer to this. It's very slow. Joe. Joe. Brian Halton. <sighs> Unlucky. Incorrect. Mm, nerd. Nerd. Alan Ball. Alan Ball. <laughs> Incorrect. I knew it was, like, it was one of those two. <laughs> Let's not speak ill of the dead. So no, no jibes. Then. Ginger. Question, World Cup winner. Uh, World Cup winner, yeah. Question number four. Jeff Hurst should have passed it to him. Greedy. Question number four. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, <laughs> who is... <laughs> I just can't speak in his head. He's just like, no jibes, and then he's just like, greedy. Question number four. According to Wikipedia, who is City's record signing? According to Wikipedia. Dupe. Dupe. Edison. Incorrect. Joe. Joe. John Stones. Incorrect. Dave. Dave. Kyle Walker. Incorrect. Nerd. Nerd. Kevin De Bruyne. Incorrect. Jesus. Ooh. Bernardo Joe. Silva. Incorrect. Bloody hell. Edison. No, the answer Edison. is Riyad Mahrez. Oh, yeah, true. Was it 58 million or something? 60, How, How'd you feel? 60. Jeez. Question number five. <laughs> they, just, they just paid 59 and a half for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone. Jordan Westcott. <laughs> 30 mil me. <laughs> What a fucking head that man had. Hey, it's good in Star Trek. Yeah, Wolves born and bred. Right. Question number five. Um, on deadline day in 2008, City made headlines by forking out 32 and a half Dave. Million. Dave. Romeo. He's gone early, yeah. Incorrect. He's gone way too early. Yes! Summer on. Suck it. Knew he was going too early, didn't you? So, forking out £32.5 million for Brazilian forward. From Robinho. what team? Fuck off. What size is his left shoe? From Real what Madrid. Club? What club Ooh. did he think he was signing for? But to which club did they sell him to just two years later? Joe. Easy, man. Joe. AC Milan? Is correct. Suck it. <laughs> Question number six: Which manager was in charge for the signing of Robinho in two thousand and eight? Joe. Joe. Dupe. <clears throat> oh. Come on, Joseph. Come Thanks, on, Joseph. I know. Three, two, one. Well, you didn't say there was a time limit on it, did you? Well, I'm just telling you now. Um, <clears throat> Mark Hughes. It's correct. Well, that's what I was going to go. I was, I was going to say Sven. <laughs> oh, good shout. Sven, he fucking hates good. a bung. Uh-huh. <laughs> Question number seven. City's first trophy of the new regime came in 2011 by way of the FA Cup. Which team did they beat in the final? Dupe. Dupe. Stoke. Is correct. Fucking hell. You know the score? Remember that? 2-1 uh, or 1-0? One 1-0, nil? One nil. that's correct. Question number eight. After the passing of Mark Vivian Foe in two thousand and three, 
Which squad number did City retire in teach. his honour? Teach. 28. Incorrect. Nerd. Fuck my life. Nerd. <laughs> 23? 23 is correct. Shrinaldo also hates shirt number questions, so you're going to get his ire this week. Well. It's all right, he's a c- anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh. Mark it, it down. <laughs> uh. Curtie did the, the, did me a good deed of just saying C-bomb. Dupe yeah. just goes in, two-footed. Cheers. I mean, I've slipped one in. You're going to have to find that. I, found, I, I, I got that one. I got that one. Don't worry. That's what she said. <laughs> slipped it in. Question number nine. Sir Alex Ferguson talked about City being United's noisy neighbour back in 2009 after a 4-3 win against the Blues. Which player scored United's last dupe? dupe? <sighs> Fuck. That's not what I thought. Uh, Berbatov. Incorrect. No. Oh, fuck me. That was Joe. I know. I now know which one you're going to say. Fucking hell. I think it was Joe. Just good. Because I've got two in mind. So if Joe got I two, Michael Owen. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. It's correct. Michael Owen. Yeah, that's who I was going I for. Didn't even, I didn't even think about what the question was. I just, I thought you were going to do Imagine that. Imagine Dipper celebrating that. And that stupid celebration as well. With the it arms. was beyond the goal. Yeah. <laughs> just I just remember Mark Hughes' face, man. Mark Hughes' face was amazing. Forever a legend for that goal, though. Wank <laughs> pundit, though. Literally, get him off. Like, mm. Literally, someone take him out to the barn and finish him off. He sounds no, like someone's pinching his throat like that all the time. No one loves him anymore, either, do they? Like, Liverpool fans hate him because obviously he went to he's the got no fans loyalty at all. <laughs> uh, he said something on BT Sport the other day, which was horrendous. I've put it on it Twitter. It was about Newcastle, wasn't it? He said, oh, I think, um, they've not that they've, uh, if you don't know, let's move on. Yeah, move on. <laughs> I can't fucking think. It was something stupid. Right. Potentially decisive this. Question number 10. On the failed Wonder Kids pod recently, Stephen Ireland was referenced. Ireland started his senior career at City in 2005 before moving to which club in 2010? Dave. Dave. Villa. Villa is correct. Wasn't even Dave. It was. Get your internet sorted. Right. Scores on the doors. We do have a winner. Um, So in joint um, fourth place... On one point apiece is Dave has a party. Yes. And officially teach. Well done, sir. Imagine, you can imagine my excitement for coming last in a city for you. <laughs> That's as important as a win song. In joint second place on two points apiece is Mr. Nerdphonic and Mr. FM Dupe. Ooh. Well done. Uh, and three points, potentially controversial because that that uh, that you all shouted in at almost like like the same time. Don't worry, son, that will come out in the edit. Real photo finish. And uh, but on three also points, also he took a gone. It did take six and a half hours to come up with Mark Hughes's name. Just saying, you know, enough time to Google. That's <laughs> Jesus all I'm Christ! He was he had his head like that. He had his head up and closed his He's eyes. He's got his iPad Pro on the fucking ceiling, Dave. Three He's points. Mr. Friday Night FM, well, well done, well, sir. Well done, Joe. Congratulations, Woo, Joseph. Fuck City. Got <laughs> <laughs> oh. some City fans in. I, I enjoyed that, Ked. It was good. He'll announce a City save next week. It was quite... Uh, the thing I thought was quite interesting, the amount of City or Villa questions that people got right, considering they're quite severe rivals of one of the supported teams, but there you go. I, got one I was right. also waiting for the 8-1 against... Uh, Middlesbrough because you know you, you manage in Mid- Middlesbrough on, on Football Manager I thought that would be uh, on one of your questions I thought we was going to have Ben Watson questions and <laughs> Bert Troutman Bert Troutman yes Ben Thatcher I'll do ben better Johnny. I'll do better next time <laughs> to be fair we do need to have <laughs> yeah. a, we should have had a, a 50s question that seems to be a thing now yeah what the fuck was that Last I week, I, I mean, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what was that? Come on, my mind being bad nerd phonic. Do you know when I was listening to that, I was thinking it's Stan Bowles, and obviously it was Stan Mortensen. So, I was, yeah, but oh, you weren't far off. No, no. Stan Bowles famous the uh, attached Ooh. more to QPR, but there you go. I mean, Stan, that famous, yeah, name from the fifties. If anyone's read uh, 
the, I think it's a, it's a Jonathan Wilson book about England's tactics over the years. Uh, you would know who Stan Mortensen is. Oh, true, yeah. There you go. Slip. Can't believe you're hanging your hat on that question that we have just to read. Yeah. Just don't. Book. I mean, I mean the Jesus. fact. The There's Matt. I'm fucking so busy, but I fucking read read a book. I've read, I've read a book about three years ago. Yeah, it's one of those. Oh, by what you say, you read a book every bastard day. Well, <laughs> that, that is also true. I read that particular book anyway. And nerd, can, I thought you were going to do the, uh, the pod in one of your voices. I was going to say <laughs> no. I'm disappointed in you. I'd love it if What's you did that. He's working. I fucking love it. Nerd's voice. Nerd put oh, do a, the outro uh, audio now. Sample. Do the out. Oh, so do good. the outro in it now. Go on. I'm, I, no, Mate, honestly, it was it very like good. It it. Genuinely, I was like really like because you had about four or be... five different different voices in there. And, yeah, that, uh, thank you for listening. And There's you know, about to in there. Yeah, it was amazing. I will Impressed. say one thing to you, nerd. It didn't take me long to 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 <laughs> one out to that. Brilliant. Brilliant. Right, it wasn't a difficult Do one now. Do one now. No, I'm not doing one now. Just well, shoot your right. and pretend we're not there or pretend we're naked. I'm not a dancing monkey. <laughs> exactly. I'm not, a, I'm not a monkey. Dave, just go on Fiverr, put a request in. <laughs> I'm not paying for that shite. <laughs> hey. Anyway, uh, we'll end uh, pod 91 there, I think, gentlemen. Uh, you can find the links for each of us, Five Star Pod, Twitter account, Weeshtimer FM, Discord server, and everything else in the podcast description, or just simply by going to weeshtimerfm.com, because it's all there as well. The Five Star Potential podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and most popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. This has been Five Star Potential, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye! Uh, say goodbye, gents. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Goodbye! Bye.